0: We are back with the 123rd edition of the Quarantine Cast. I'm really excited for this one. I have uh, Julio Arce, who is recently announced. He is dropping down to bantamweight and has a uh, matchup lined up. Uh, um, without further ado, Hey man, how you doing? What's going on?
1: I'm good, man. How you guys doing?
0: Not uh, not too bad, hanging in there, you know, surviving everything.
1: I hear you, man. We're right now pandemic, no storm, got a lot going on up in here, but most important, fight season.
0: So yeah, I want to talk a little bit about the yeah, pandemic. About the How have you been throughout the whole thing?
1: I'm actually, like a little bit of a, I'd say, like a blessing in disguise. I got a couple injuries taken care of, um, and. You know, got a lot of other things taken care of, so now, you know, I'm kind of not, i am kinda now really just refocused refo- on um uh, on just training, you know. I had to get double elbow surgery. That's why I was out for a while. And now back, gonna drop the band and weight and looking now to kick off uh twenty twenty one.
0: How was uh how was your recovery for your elbow injuries?
1: It was you know, it was they they, they took out a lot more than expected. Uh so you know, glad it's you know, it well it took a few months and then just a lot of uh just a lot of, you know, strength to you know, strength training uh to fix it all up. It was uh pretty bad. I could I couldn't extend my arms at one point.
0: I think it's the uh, the best timing, I guess, in terms of the pandemic, you know. Um give you the opportunity to go in there and get that taken care of.
1: Yeah. It was worth it though, it was worth it.
0: I want to talk a bit about uh, about your coaching because you do coaching uh, there at Schulman's as well. So what's what was that like throughout the whole thing?
1: Um, you know what we 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 followed, we followed all the all the protocols. Um, we you know we we were open. First of we, all, we we're doing Zoom classes. You know, we were teaching through Zoom. You know, it's you're we're trying to you're trying to adapt to you know the way things are, and then also. Once we were given the green light to kind of open up again, we reopened
0: and we're just following what has
1: to be followed and people are training, man. And, you know, we're doing everything we can to keep people training because I know, like, being stuck inside and doing nothing is also driving people a little crazy. You know, everyone, people want to be able to work out. People want to be able to do something, not just stay home. So, you know, we're taking every precaution that has to be taken. So everyone's safe and everyone can enjoy their training still.
0: I want to talk a bit about, uh, to bit about uh you go into Tiger Trollins, be because if I'm not mistaken, yeah. you went there, uh, as a way to lose weight. Um, so when you have the opportunity to give back, do you find it extra rewarding? Yeah. Oh
1: man. You know, because
0: it's, I think uh, a lot of
1: people are trying to find, you know, like a, like their journey in martial arts. I think people believe the, the like they have like this notion that, uh, I think if you're in martial arts, like, you're going to be, you're going to be, it's like, you're taking, like, this journey for yourself to accomplish kind of goals for yourself and kind of, you know, find, find a certain side of yourself that you're like, oh, shit, never seen this side of me Pull in a a motivating way, whether it's, you know, learning self-defense, losing weight, whatever it is, but it's, you take this journey where you kind of hold, you hold yourself accountable for your, for your improvement can't point the finger at anybody else but yourself because in martial arts, the only way to improve is to, is to train, to practice. Right? It's not going to happen just, you know, a snap of your fingers. You have to put in the work. And I think that's what martial arts did for me. So let helped me just take this journey for myself and aim to make myself better. And now here we are.
0: If you could uh, give one message to people who walk who are walking to the gym for the first time, like you did um, many years ago, what would that message be?
1: I think it's just get in there. You know, get in there and just, just do it. you know don't don't procrastinate. Don't think, oh, I'm not. Oh, it's like I'm not ready for it. No, it's like everyone can train in martial arts. Doesn't matter
0: what age you are. I love it, man. Um, that being said, man, the whole reason I reached out to you was because of this fight. Um, one of the more the things that, I think that kind of surprised me is you are making that move down to Bantamweight. What went behind that decision?
1: Um, you know, I think I I was competing at Featherweight because, um, you know, for me, like, I, I didn't want to continue doing the weight drop, but then also now moved Featherweight, these guys are a lot bigger than me. I mean, you look at one of my teammates, Shane, who is, Who's, who's giant, he's a big featherweight, so, you know, all these guys are huge, and you can clearly see that I'm someone that belongs in in, in the lower weight class, so now that I have a really good team behind me to help me with the, with the nutrition, everything I need to know, I think it's going to be, the weight cut's going to be going super smooth, and, you know, back in the regional circuit days, it was, a, it was you know, it was a little tough, but you know what, it's like, now it's time to really dial down and make it better, and then, Think everything's gonna go nice and smooth, so I look forward to dropping back down to the division I was I was originally in and yep. make a run yep.
0: at it. You, have a, you have a belt in that division, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, so, what was it like being you know, for Ring of Combat? You're, you're a, a, double champion. There, a double
1: champ there, double champ there. It was great, man. Ring of Combat, so, you know, they have a lot of you know, they're, they're kind of like why I'm in the UFC, they're an organization that, uh, well, let's say. A, a promotion that, you know, sent a lot of fighters to the UFC, and they had a lot of, you know, people, they were on the, on the you know, people watching before people were seeing, okay, what other fighters are going to be produced out of uh, rare combat to go into the UFC? So just knowing that they have that platform, they sent so many guys, I'm like, this is the place where I want to have more fights because then I'm going to get my shot. And that's exactly what happened. So, you know, Shout out to Lou Negley and Rare Combat for producing all these, you know, fighters that went to UFC.
0: Yeah, your only loss there is to Brian Kelleher, who was also in the UFC and doing a run himself. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of your losses, I know a lot of people don't like reflecting on them, but three of your four losses were razor razor close. Is it it more bittersweet losing that way?
1: Yeah, you know, it's like – one of the crappy parts about it is, like, you know, look, some fights, you just go to the judge's decision. And you just, you know, like, you do everything you can. Some of them are just like, ah, oh, man, you know, I think it depends. It depends on the fight. Like, look, some, t- some fights you're like, okay, yeah, I lost that one. I could have given it my all. Other fights are just like, and it's like, what were... It's like, why is it that I didn't get the nod over this person? But like I said, it's always a thing with the judges, so who knows?
0: Yeah, I, I'm sure you've heard this a lot, but I thought you won the Morais fight, um, and I'm sure a lot of people thought the same about Daladou. Um is it, is it bittersweet seeing like the success of a Dawudu or Igwe who you have a win over, um, knowing that one judge could have boosted you into the top fifteen instead of one of them?
1: yeah it, you know it's sometimes it bothers, but I'm like you know what i gotta I gotta do better that's it I gotta do better make no excuses
0: yeah i mean it's hard to have that mentality like, when you're this close like a loss can set you back a year or two it's, it's good to see that you have that mentality
1: yeah man look that's the way it is like you know you're not gonna win every single one and just back from it. so that's what I'm gonna do. Just come back from this loss, be better, and now make a run at 35.
0: So Timur Valiev, how do you view him as an opponent?
1: Hey, look, you know, I everyone says great things about him. Doesn't stop, and that's a matchup I look forward to. It's simple. You know, he's he's ready to bring it. He just came off a of loss, and we're gonna bring it. I came off a of loss, so I'm gonna bring it. So it's gonna be fireworks in that fight.
0: When you uh, do, you when do you, much you watching, watching a tape, I mean, he looked very good in that performance until he, uh, until he got caught. Are you someone who dissects uh, tape?
1: Yeah, if I watch the tapes, I always watch the tapes. You know, it's always looking, you're looking for little things to expose, little things to. You, know, you also do, you know, I watch his fights, I watch my fights, and I watch what I can do better, where he could explode. Oh my God, it's like, it's like a video game. It's like you're trying to get all the stats right and shit.
0: You've competed in an empty arena before, but this is the first time you're going to be doing it since the pandemic. How do you, uh, as someone who's been in there before, experience it? Do you think it benefits your performance or hinders it?
1: I think it. I think well, if you look at all the fights lately, they've all been amazing. I think it benefits um, a lot of people because a lot of fighters. It, It simulates being in your gym and you are in the gym, you know, it's just you and the other person, whoever your training partner is going to be, whoever your sparring partner is going to be that day. And it's just like, it makes it more realistic for you. And I think also that's why people don't deal with the the pressure of the crowd. So it's, it's pretty interesting because I think the fights have never been better than ever without a crowd, but look, everyone's different. Some people feed off the crowd, some people don't. So I think, it's been it better everyone a lot more. I don't know how it does it in in their pockets, but I think for the people who are fighting, it's gonna benefit more it gives them a little more exposure. People can really see their their, their health in there.
0: You can also hear your, corner, yeah, hear a your corner a lot better,
1: yeah, that's always interesting,
0: yeah could could be yeah, good could be, it, bad, could be bad too yeah. <laughs> I want to talk about Shulman's because you've been there your entire career. Unlike most people who kind of experiment and try different gyms, you've stuck by them the entire time and they've stuck by you. Why have you been so loyal and why have they been so loyal to you?
1: Um, Well, they they, they brought me to this level. You know, I was – to be honest, I really didn't do any other sports. I was just – you know, I, I think I was just your, your, your casual – fat chubby kid, and then I came in, started training, I fell in love with it, and they believed in, you know, like, take yourself further, you can, you can, you're really good, and that was just through consistent training, and next thing you know, I started fighting at 18, and, you know, did a lot of competitions, and next you know, I'm like, okay, I'm going pro, next thing you know, I'm like, alright, we're going to the UFC, I'm like, yo, let's freaking do this, and I was just so motivated, because they, you no, know, they guided me through you know, through my ups and my downs. They never they never they never left, you know, like they were always there for me. Right? whether it was fighting wise, teaching wise, um, you know, just emotional wise, like is, you know, like, you know, my, my team was there for me. And you know, just like uh they, they guided me through every pre a lot of points in my life I'm like then I'm very thankful for them. They've been loyal and I've been on them.
0: Yeah, I mean, you see so many people leave. Yeah, if you could give a message to up-and-coming fighters who are tempted to go to an agency or an AKA, I mean, Tiger Storm is a great gym, right? Right. People who are tempted to go to those bigger gyms, what would the message be?
1: I'm just saying, it's like, look, just, just, just pay attention. You know, find a coach that's gonna have you know your best interest for you, and that's gonna nurture you as a fighter. Like, look, my coaches made me do amateur MMA, kickboxing, boxing, a lot of jitsu tournaments to make sure that when I go in there, I was, I was pretty well-rounded, right? I was comfortable in every area, and you know, it wasn't like, okay, I'm gonna train for six months. Like, okay, you're gonna throw you right in the ring. It's like, no, they developed me as a fighter, and you know, they this and this is where I am today. And just you know, just trust the process, right? Find yourself a coach you trust, you know. You know, take their coaching, trust the process, and you know you'll find yourself where you want to be. But just find yourself a good gym that's—they're not just trying to. You're not just a body where you can get tossed around and get hurt. You know, so.
0: Yeah, I think that's a great message. Yeah, I think that's a great message. Um, I so, want to ask a little well, bit about well, this well, because well, I well, am well, Hispanic well, myself. Hispanic what does well, it mean to you to well, represent well, both the well, Colombian flag well, and the American flag? American flag.
1: Oh, dude, it's. It's unreal because you know, like now you're seeing a you know, cup you know, there's still a lot more that are gonna be coming up. But, You know, there's also a couple of fighters in, there and it's like it's one of those. It's one of the places that I, I wouldn't say it got overlooked, but it was like they weren't sure if there was a the talent that was there. Because, you know, in, in all honesty, everyone's more soccer, you know, soccer based. But it's like it kind of felt like, you know, we're kind of being a little bit overlooked in a way where it's like, ah, oh, we're not sure if there's somebody, but now got a bunch of great talent coming out of there and, you know, if maybe the, not saying I was, but if me being a Colombian, the UFC opened the door for a lot of the other Colombian fighters, then, you know, I'm glad I contributed to that and now you got, you know, like um, Alejandra Azul who fights in Bellator, you got Sabina Maso, right, you got Ryan Barbarina, I mean, you got, you know, we got a bunch of other people in there who who are representing and now they open the door for many other for many other Colombian talents. Uh, you got uh, I think Danny Chavez,
0: Danny Chavez yep. also
1: Yeah, he and look, they're open they, they help open the door and create a pathway for more Colombian talent to jump in there.
0: Is your goal would your goal eventually be <laughs> to maybe represent um, your country, country and, and potentially compete country in, country Colombia, in Colombia, Bring the entire card there.
1: Yeah, man, I would love to do that. That'd be amazing.
0: I want to ask uh, a couple of yeah, last questions man. before I let so you go. Huge title fight, uh, title fight next month, which is next crazy. Month, which is Conor crazy. McGregor is back <laughs> facing He's Dustin Poirier. What's your prediction? What's your prediction?
1: You know, I think it's going be a, it's going to be a scrap. Um, I think Connor's gonna take it, um, and he's not—he's not gonna underestimate Dustin. I think Dustin's gonna be more prepared now. I think he got past that point in his life when, uh I know when they're younger, it, it was a little more emotional and he was a little more up for it. And I think he went in there emotional, and that's why kind of Connor got in his head and tagged him. But I think now it's gonna be a whole different Dustin. I mean, you see how much he's grown just through the years of fighting. So, you know, But it's going to be a great main event. Can't wait. And my teammates are going to fight like that.
0: And what can we expect from you next time out?
1: out. Ooh, next time out, I just can't. One, I can't wait to get back in there. And two, I just can't wait to get in there and scrap, go back to what I love to do. I've been missing it. Like a huge fire under my ass. Now that I got the fight, everything's set. Can't wait to get back in there.
0: Does uh, your diet or your Christmas uh, like plans change now that there's a contract sign?
1: Yeah, you know it's just like, it makes it worth it though. You know it's like yeah, you're gonna have to be like, ah, oh, damn, I can't. You're gonna see everyone at the table eating all the delicious food, and they ah, oh, fuck. But then it's it's all worth it. It's all worth it.
0: All right, man. Thank you very much Thank for the you time. Very much. Is there any sponsors or anybody you want to thank before I uh, let you go?
1: Definitely man. I wanna first always give shout out to my family, um, my sisters, my brother in law, all my family in Colombia. Um, I wanna give a shout out to my team as always, all my teammates always there and like my brothers and sisters and you know, they they with that with their help through my training they brought and helped me get to this level and you know, you're gonna get plenty more oncomers coming out of our from our team when they turn pro also just shout out to um uh, shout out to Nutribio who's supplying me with all the best supplements, especially keeping me healthy through this whole, this whole pandemic um, LFG coffee, small, you know, small business. That's really, you know, up and coming as well They make delicious coffee, ready, strong meals, been helping a lot, especially dealing with the weight cuts and meals that I need in order for this fight to happen for me to get down to 35. Um, I also have, um, uh, Counter-Strike and Edge Pro, Edge Pro PT, who have been very helpful, especially with my recovery through my elbow surgery, strength and conditioning, and everything I need. And yeah, shout out to everybody, man. We've been part of this journey. And thank you for being such great supporters.
0: All right, man. Thank you for the time. All the best. Stay safe. And I can't wait to see you uh, back in there.
1: My man, thank you. Stay safe.
0: Boom, there we have it. Julio Arce. Um, there was a, a little bit of uh, uh, some technical difficulties there with the sound, but uh, that was on my end. Um, man, but you, you got the message there. I mean, I can't wait to see him back in there. That weight cut is is hopefully going to do good things for him throughout his career. He has a great mentality, great attitude, even despite those losses. Uh, I can't wait to see him. And uh, be sure to check out the website, fighterpath.com. Make sure you check out Bloody Canvas MMA as well and prospects.com. Three websites now, all up and running. And uh, all of my stuff will be on uh, those websites. And FighterPath.com. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe on this video. And I will see you guys next time.